Have you ever considered that you are the first voice in your child's life? What a beautiful gift and responsibility that is that we carry as moms. And today, I have the privilege of talking with my mom and my dear friend, Bethany, about speaking life into our children. And I'm so glad to be able to have them here with us today. They are both so naturally gifted at speaking life and encouragement. They're wonderful to have around because of that. And I'm so glad that they can be here with you too. My mom raised myself and my three siblings and now has nine grandchildren, very busy around her. And my dear friend, Bethany, has four children. They are nine, seven, three, and nine months old. And if you would like to follow her fun, busy life, you can find her on Instagram at happyhomemakerme. And then we also have with us today, my precious baby Graham is here on me. So this is fun. So if you hear any little coos, you'll know it's my sweet boy. And I just know that you're going to be encouraged for joining us here today. friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Thank you, Mom, so much for being back with us again. Sure. And thank you, Bethany, for being here. This is so fun. This is fun. Such a treat to be all together at a table. Goodness. Well, you both are such words of encouragement to me all the time. You're always speaking life into me. And Mm -hmm. I watch the way, Bethany, that you just so beautifully speak life into your children and Mom, that you still do to us and to my children. So I know that you're going to be an encouragement women today. So let's just start off with what does it even mean to speak words of encouragement or words of life into your children? Mom, you want to start? Uh, you know, I guess I think of it, it actually, actually, I think it can be verbal or nonverbal messages mm-hmm. that you give to your children um, that help them to help to communicate to them that they are a blessing, not a burden to you. Mm-hmm. And what do you think, Bethany? Um, a verse that sticks out in my mind when I think about it is First Thessalonians 5.11, which is encourage one another and build each other up. And you can see it in your child's face, just the way that they light up when you encourage them and speak life into them. That makes such a difference just from their countenance. It's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. I have one of mine who, when I speak into her, she speaks it back to me. It's my sweet two-year-old Alice right now. So I all the time will tell her, Alice, I am so proud of you. And she looks right back up at me with her little eyes and says, I'm so proud of you. (laughs) And it's so sweet how it even makes my heart feel like, well, thanks. Like it does give me a little boost. So let's start with that with little ones. Let's do some examples of what it means or how you would speak life into them from a little age. So I'm going to start thinking about my little ones with Alice and Graham because Alice is two and Graham is uh, five and a half months right now. And one of the things I love doing with them is when I lay them down, when I'm changing, um, changing Graham or getting Alice stressed if she's being still for that moment of time to speak life into their bodies. And so I'll like hold Graham's little toes and say, God gave you these beautiful little feet and they are going to run so 
big for Jesus. And then I'll do the same for Alice. And your busy feet have been running all over our house today. God gave you very strong busy feet, didn't he? And her face will look so happy. He did give me busy feet. And we'll do that over their whole, you know, over her whole body, just speaking truth and life. When in reality, I mean, we could have been into a whole lot of things during that day, possibly. (laughs) But speaking encouragement into each little part of her. And it's such an easy way to use their physical bodies to speak life into them. What about you, Bethany? How do you speak life into your babies when they're little still? Speaking about their God-given gifts and even, you know, just how you're clapping with so much joy. I love the joy that God has given you. Um, Or speaking about their voice, you know, oh, wow, you can get so loud with that voice and those high sounds. Um, And it just, it it's such a sweet little bonding thing with them or even just nonverbal like you know um i love just laying with a baby and and just and imitating their face or their Mm. sounds and connecting with them that way and just babbling along with them and they're so important from every age they don't have to be speaking or writing to be able to converse with you and feel valued and so just having that relationship from the very beginning is Mm -hmm. so important and I find that during toddlerhood too it helps me when I'm speaking life into those things like their big voice Mm -hmm. because when I say things that I know are true like Mm -hmm. wow you have a very big voice and I know God has big plans for your big voice when it, maybe I've actually been hearing that big voice for so long into the day that I'm like, ah, it's so much big voice. But it helps me sometimes to remind my remind myself of the truth that I do believe, Yes, even if I'm not feeling it. Right. So mom, what about babies and toddlers? You love babies and toddlers. I do love babies and toddlers. And I would I would just reiterate what you said that I, I think about um, if I am saying to my baby or my toddler, you are such a gift to me. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that God gave you to me. You are such mm-hmm. a gift. That not only speaks truth and encouragement to that child, it reminds me mm-hmm. the same thing. And I'm going to treat them differently throughout that day if I have heard over and over in my head the truth that they are gifts. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I will do that with, you know, all, all the children and toddlers in my life, mm-hmm. you know, reminding them and whispering in their ears. And sometimes if I'm with a child in the nursery, um, at church. I love it when I'm getting to teach them truths that nobody else in the whole world knows Mm -hmm. they're hearing that at that moment. Mm -hmm. It's just between me and them and God, you know, to whisper in their ear and say, you are such a big boy. Did you know that God made you? He made you from head to toe. God made you and he loves you very much. Mm. And I just think, I don't know what their lives are like all week. And that might be the only time they hear that good news. Mm -hmm. And so I love for children to leave feeling very valued. And I think the same, it's a perfect transition into older children too, because sometimes the sweet things can be more naturally accepted, I think, by a younger child. Mm -hmm. But when they get into middle or older years, they can start to get a little bit more less comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. And when you're, oh, you are my treasure and I am so thankful for you, you can kind Mm -hmm. of, oh, you know, (laughs) about it and kind of, you know, rub, like they're going to almost just kind of like push it aside. Uh But I think we just keep on and Mm -hmm. keep on with those things. And, Mm and, Uh, Thinking about some examples of or even reasons to speak life into older children. You want to kind of continue on, Mom? Well, I just think it never ends. Mm -hmm. Our whole lives, we need to hear hear words of truth because I think we hear so many things that are not true Mm -hmm. and cause us to think less of ourselves. 
than God would have us to. Um, and so for me, even with older children, you know, to be able to say, I mean, I think about some of yours because they're the ones I'm around mm-hmm. right now. They're the older children in my life mm-hmm. for me to be able to say, Oh, it's you who called me on the phone. I love to hear your voice. I thought it was going to be your mom. Mm-hmm. You know, that lets them know she's glad to hear from me. Yeah. She values me. Mm-hmm. Or if I say, you know, call, I call them specifically to say, okay, your mom sent me this picture. I can't believe you did that. Do you know how much work that was? Mm -hmm. That is so impressive. Mm -hmm. You know, so for them to know that I recognize things that they're doing that are, they're doing well or. And that is special. I see on my end too, when they hear from you and their other grandma too, she's also really good at that, like affirming specific things that they've done Mm -hmm. out loud to them. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I, when I see that in their eyes, mm-hmm. it does, it just builds a new life into them mm-hmm. that it's so important and so different also getting to come from someone who's not your mom mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. What about you, Bethany? Thoughts on speaking life into older children? Just encouraging them and, you know, looking for times that they've put in extra effort and things, mm-hmm. whether it comes easily to them, but especially if it's something that they worked really hard to be able to accomplish that. Um, and... Um, thinking about the difference in your children, what comes easily to to one that they always get praise for, mm-hmm. you know, versus another one that you can tell he put everything into being able to make that happen, yes. and just really praising him and valuing his effort and his accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think too with older children, we don't know what's going on in their minds. Mm-hmm. We don't know what voices they're hearing in their heads already, whether it's voices of fear or doubt or concern of self-worth at, at whatever ages. Um, I've talked with children who are, you know, early elementary who I realize, oh my goodness, you've been carrying around, you know, a guilt or you've been carrying around a fear Mm -hmm. that I would never have even expected that this existed here. Mm -hmm. Um, because I've worked with children for many, many years of all ages from different places. So not even just my own, but other children too. Mm -hmm. And realizing that when we speak life and speak truth into that, that truth will, will conquer that fear Mm -hmm. or fight against that lie. Mm -hmm. And so it's a beautiful opportunity we have. And I think everyone does need it. You're Mm -hmm. right. You already said that mom. And everyone in life needs Mm -hmm. to hear those words. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think about our culture right now, though. I feel like sometimes parents are, you know, the participation trophy thing about like, I have all these trophies that I won because I'm the best at this. And one of um, my children was just saying the other day, someone was saying that they were the best because they got this trophy or something like that. And that they didn't think this child really was the best, that probably their parent just said that to make them feel good. (laughs) So do you think, mom, that it's possible to over-encourage a child? You know, I think if you're, if you're not truthful, mm-hmm. I don't think we can be too encouraged by truth, but mm-hmm. if we are encouraging children about things that are not true, like, like what you're like, what one of your kids said, like if I were to, you went and played a soccer game and I said, Oh, Krista, you were the best one player out there. You were the very best player there was. I bet they all wish they could be just like you. That would just be. I mean, wrong. I might have been. You might have been. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> and they probably did. No, no. Uh, you know, that would not have been truthful, and it would not be good for you to right. start thinking that you're better than other people, mm-hmm. and that other people would want to be wish they were you. You know, that would be so unhealthy mm-hmm. for you. So I think I think encouragement needs to be truthful. We need to be careful mm-hmm. that we are being truthful with our children. We were talking about this earlier that I. 
Um, sometimes, you know, the, the whole thing of telling your kids, you can do anything you want to do. You can be anything you want to be. I think, well, maybe not. Because we all have natural giftings. Right, right. I, you know, if none of you are particularly gifted at art, and if I had said, oh, you should be an artist like your aunt, you could be, you could do anything, that wouldn't be a good idea because that's not your natural bent. I should encourage you in the things you're actually good at Mm -hmm. that God has gifted you in instead of telling you you could do anything. Yeah. And I think that also will help direct children wisely. Oh, yeah. Rather than just giving them this broad, them handing you the world. Right. Right. Yeah. And you know them well. Yeah. So when you know your child well, then you can do that. Yeah. But that also comes from spending time Mm -hmm. with them. I don't think we can speak truth into those things if we don't have intentional time present truly knowing them, mm-hmm. that that takes knowing your children to mm-hmm. be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about that, Bethany? What do you think about, um, can, can we over-encourage our children? Do you see that in your home in any way? Or have you seen that with other friends or just our generation? I, I would definitely say don't encourage them in ways, like don't, don't praise things that aren't there. Praise mm-hmm. things that like when you see them putting effort into something that they're trying to do. But, but you know, we don't want to say, oh yes, you're the best at this because if they keep hearing that they're the best at something, but they know that they're not, that creates mm-hmm. doubt in them where they might doubt, they're going to doubt what you say and then not really know Mm-hmm. What's the truth? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have so many, mm-hmm. so many students who get to college age and change their major over and over again because they just really don't know what it is that they want to do with their life. But, but praising them for the things that they do very well and encouraging mm-hmm. them in that gives them direction so that they can seek their passions and pursue mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And I think also, like you said, knowing their natural bends and their capacity mm-hmm. too, when you know who they are and you know, wow this child really struggles in this one area. Mm -hmm. So maybe another child, it's very natural for them just to thrive in that Mm -hmm. thing. But for the other child, it's really hard for them to do that thing at all. So Mm -hmm. when the child who thrives, if they're half doing a job, you're not going to say, wow, I am so proud of the way. (laughs) You're going to be like, hey, God has made you with a strong body and a strong (laughs) mind. And I believe that you are capable of more. Mm -hmm. And that's still speaking life. Mm -hmm. Even though it has some direction with it, it's direction with truth. So I think that is still speaking life. Mm -hmm. But if it's a child who really struggles and they got to that halfway point, then for you to say, wow, I saw the effort that you put forth and how hard you tried. And I am so, so proud of you. You know, and then maybe walking alongside them for the next 50% if they have mm-hmm. to get the whole way there. But re- you have to know them to be able to know how to speak into each of them in those things. And and I would say in that as well, that child who maybe it's super hard for to get to whatever, whatever mm-hmm. they're trying to accomplish, I wouldn't also be careful not to discourage that because sometimes some of those things change with maturity. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my children, I would never, ever have guessed that they would end up doing what they're doing as adults. Mm -hmm. It just never, never would have entered my mind. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad I never said, oh, honey, you really shouldn't do that because you're not very good at that. Mm -hmm. Because it turned out as they grew up, they are good at that. Yeah. So, yes, we don't want to discourage. boundaries or limits falsely. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about our lives growing up. So I think everyone needs to hear words of truth. Um, God's word is truth. I think there's that verse that says your word is truth. Mm -hmm. 
And so if God's word is truth, we can speak his words directly over our mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. Um, I love doing that when we're reading through scripture to directly speak words from scripture over my children yes. as truth into them. And mm-hmm. um, so I know that I was spoken into very well by you and dad growing up and also by people at church that you guys put us in places with adults who spoke life into mm-hmm. us, which allowed us to be, um, I think just grow into stronger people. And it wasn't, it didn't feel like it was fake. Not that it felt like it was fake from you guys, but it's like, you're mm-hmm. my parents. You should mm-hmm. say those things. <laughs> but other people who didn't have to say them, uh-huh. dear friends who love the Lord mm-hmm. were brought alongside us to do life with us. Mm-hmm. And they spoke life into us too. Mm-hmm. So what about when you were a child, mom? You know, um, I, I think there were a lot of people, I think, who encouraged me along the way. Um, of course, my mom now and then, my sisters, I have two older sisters that encouraged me. Um, different people in my life, even neighbors, parents, that I can remember them saying some things. But I have a specific story that was actually when I was in college, and I had a summer job at a summer camp. Uh, it was a day. Uh, it was a private school, and they had a uh, program for the summer. And I got this job, and I was so excited about it. Just getting the job was actually encouraging to me. Mm-hmm. And then the boss, the owner of the school, just really thought that I was great. She just really encouraged me. And I remember her writing this uh, this beautiful recommendation for me at the end of my summer there. And I remember it really well because she said, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone with a rapport with children like Connie. And I, the reason I remembered is I had never heard the word rapport and I had to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> to be sure I knew what it meant. <laughs> I think this is good. I think this is good. Um, but anyway, that was super encouraging to me. And mm-hmm. I was already pursuing a degree in elementary education. So that, that did mm-hmm. encourage me in what I was doing. So I think sometimes specific things like that from another adult and outside mm-hmm. source does really help to build you up. Yeah. What about you, Bethany? Were there people specifically who spoke life into you? Yes, I, you know, was blessed throughout my life with so many people from family members. Um, but one one that really came to mind for me was uh, my harp teacher growing mm-hmm. up. She she saw that I had a love for music, but not that I was really going to be going into performance music, uh, just that I loved using music as a way to bless others. And so my first harp recital was in a nursing home. Uh, and from there went to play at the maternity ward of our local hospital. And just we, those were the places that we would play. And because it wasn't, you know, this wasn't what I was going to do for my future, that it was, you know, going to be my career, but just that I loved it and that I loved using it. And so she showed me how to use it to bless others, um, beyond just me. And, and, and it was so encouraging in that way. That is so neat. That is so special. And special again that she knew you well. Yes. To know that part of you. She knew me very well. She was my harp teacher and my math teacher. So she saw me at my best (laughs) and at my worst. (laughs) That's funny. So I do believe that our positive words are really important also to serve as deposits into our children so that we can train them well. Because if we don't have a relationship with them and they don't know that we believe in who they are and who maybe even not even into who they are right now, mm-hmm. but that we believe into who God has made them to be and who God mm-hmm. is going, what God is going to do in them and through them, then we can also be training them. So I believe that our positive words are v- really very important in them. 
How have you seen that to be true, Mom? Yeah, I think those positive, encouraging words, life-giving words are like a deposit that they can draw on for confidence throughout their lives. Again, because I feel like um, the world is constantly telling us that we don't measure up. Mm. And so to have those words of truth in the back of your head of, well, I may not be the best at this particular thing, but you know, God gifted me and I'll be good at something. He has plans for me. Yes. Because my mom's been saying my mom's always, been saying that. God has plans for your life. Yeah. And so, because yeah. I don't think, I mean, there were plenty of times I wasn't the best at something or that I struggled, but I heard over and over and over that God has, God has big plans for you. Mm-hmm. And so I never would have doubted that God didn't have big plans for me. Mm-hmm. So when there was something that I felt like God put on my heart, like, you should start a podcast <laughs> for moms with all of your you know, children and stuff. Even bringing that up to you guys, because I knew mm-hmm. that it was going to require help, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. with helping with the kids and things like that. Mm-hmm. I knew that you would speak truthfully into it, but also that you mm-hmm. did believe that God mm-hmm. has plans mm-hmm. for us. So I think that, that that's going to carry through mm-hmm. through adulthood. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what about you, Bethany? Do you think of specific ways that you've seen positive words be a deposit into your children that have helped maybe through some other struggles or trials of times? One of the things that I love about you is the way that you speak life into my children. And so putting them into theater productions that you directed, you know, that really pushed them out of their comfort zones. But to see you down on your knees, you know, eye to eye with a child who's so anxious that she's developing rashes, you know, that you just calmed her spirit and spoke, um, spoke truth over her in such a beautiful way that she sang a solo that she wrote this year. And, and that was just so encouraging to see that, that those deposits from someone outside of my family, Mm -hmm. um, impacted her in such a beautiful way. Oh, that's wonderful. And And, I do love her. (laughs) So, and you know, I, and I would piggyback on that, that Mm -hmm. I didn't recognize the value in that actually until you graduated from high school. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I remember very specifically when she graduated from high school, all these adults who Mm -hmm. wanted to come to her graduation and who wanted to celebrate her and who wrote her cards and notes. And I thought, wow, this is, this is so valuable for her Mm -hmm to understand her value to all these people and also some accountability. Mm -hmm. You know, if she went off to college and decided to just go crazy, she knew in her heart, I would not only be disappointing my parents and Miss most Lori would never approve. <laughs> most importantly, the Lord. But what about all these adults who love yes. me and have such hope for my future? Yes. What a gift it is to yeah. have other adults pouring into yeah. your children. That's so mm-hmm. special. Yeah, it is. Well, let's talk about if a mom, if this isn't natural for a mom, Mm -hmm. because I do think there is a natural gifting that you two are both such natural encouragers. I just think anyone would spend time with you and your children and leave feeling like, okay, I can do this. I can be a good mom. (laughs) So I'm glad that you got to be here today for this. So what, what advice would you give to a mom who it's not her natural bend to, you know, be an encourager? Mm -hmm. Maybe she didn't hear it, or maybe it's just Mm -hmm. not part of her natural personality. Mm -hmm. What would you say, mom? You know, um, I've actually given this advice to moms Mm -hmm. before, if it's not natural to you to have a little piece of paper or a note card or something. And I, I always have on jeans so I can put it in my back pocket, Mm -hmm. but if you're not wearing something like that, you just keep it on the counter someplace, keep it handy and actually keep tally mark for a few days Mm -hmm. and make Mm -hmm. sure that you have said 10 encouraging things to your child that day. 
at least 10. If there's more than 10, that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. But I think after doing it, I would say even if you did it for like five days, you'd be surprised that it would become more natural to you. Because it's, it, um, you know, there's just, there's so many things you can find to, to help encourage a little one. It doesn't have to be something they're doing. It's who they are. Mm-hmm. And everyone can be encouraged in who they are because they are God's masterpiece. Absolutely. And so they can be valued for just who they are, even if they can't do anything right all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all have days like that, right? <laughs> right? But we can still know our value in who we are because of mm-hmm. who God made us to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. I think another thing, too, with that, you could even, if if it's hard for you to come up with the things, I know there's so many resources online that you could look up, you know, words of encouragement mm-hmm. I could speak into my children or words mm-hmm. of life I could speak into my child mm-hmm. and print up a list and say, I'm... Even if it's a child that you're having a particularly difficult time with, mm-hmm. that maybe there's a lot of relationship struggles for some reason, depending on the age of the child, mm-hmm. but to say, I am going to say these things mm-hmm. sometime today. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even if it doesn't start with a feeling, right. I think even starting just being obedient to the mm-hmm. command that we are to encourage each other and build mm-hmm. each other up mm-hmm. um, and to speak that truth out of a place of love to them mm-hmm. because those are truths. If they're truths from God's word mm-hmm. or then, or they're truths about God's creation mm-hmm. about this person, mm-hmm. then you can say it in love, whether you feel it or not, because mm-hmm. you don't have to feel it to be obedient mm-hmm. in it. And mm-hmm. um, we have a funny card that someone gave me that was about words you can say that are life giving to your children that a mm-hmm. friend gave me. She said, you're so good at this. I thought you'd like this card. So I've kept it and it, my kids kind of laugh about it because it says some funny things like, um, what a champ or like, <laughs> you sure are number one. So sometimes if one of my children needs a little bit of extra, I can tell I'll start saying those things and they'll know that it's from that card and it kind of creates a lighthearted moment, but, but it is funny. It mixes things up a little uh-huh. bit. Yeah. What about you, Bethany? What advice would you give to somebody who's not natural at speaking encouragement? Focus on the fruits of the spirit. Look mm. at that and you can find something that your child is doing well in that list of you know, love, peace, kindness, patience, gentleness, self-control. Oh my goodness, I saw you have so much self-control right there. That must have been really hard, but I'm so proud of you. Um, Or, you know, if you're reading the Bible with them at night, as you read about someone, you know, wow, I think I see David's braveness in you or compassion of Naomi in you and and really let them see those those characteristics of those heroes in the Bible mm-hmm. that you see that in mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. that's them beautiful to mm-hmm. too. yeah let's kind of piggyback on that thought are there other ways that you see mom that it's biblically obedient or reflection of God's word when we're when we are being those words of life to our children oh yes because I just think how God is that way for us, mm-hmm. you know, like he said, like I said, in, in scripture, it says that we're his masterpiece, we're his handiwork that, that alone. I mean, if you just knew that about yourself, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that can really be life changing because we tend to, again, the world is so critical of us, or at least we hear it that way mm-hmm. that, um, that it's wonderful to know, no, this is, this is, this is what's God's plan yeah. from head to toe. <laughs> this is what I've got. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I think there's so much like that. Um, 
I, I had just made a, a little list of, of scripture. One of them, of course, the same as you encourage, mm-hmm. encourage one another and build each other up, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, mm-hmm. even as God through Christ has forgiven you, um, do to others as you would have them do to you. Wouldn't you like to have somebody speak words of truth mm-hmm. into your life? That alone as a parent, if mm-hmm. you just think if I was a little child, if you could think back to being a little child, what would I want to hear when I spill my milk? What would I like to hear when I trip and fall in front of everyone? You know what? You're so clumsy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's not what I would like I to hear. I know. I hear, you know, I've, oh, I've, I've heard, yeah. you know, uh, when a child spills something and a parent say, I knew you were going to spill that. I think, oh, mm. that's so sad. You know, when instead you could just say, oops. Yeah. <laughs> And if they're big enough, they already know to go get a towel and clean it up. Or you could say, Oops, or even, oops you grab, a grab a towel. towel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think it's I think it's very biblical for us to be encouraging to one another, and particularly as parents for our children. Mm-hmm. And how do you think that this training is foundational into growing them into godly men and women? Because I think this is just the the, a seed being planted and it's like a watering of that seed. Yeah. I, I, um, I think that you hear, you've heard the phrase of that hurt people hurt people. Mm. And I think valued people value people. Well, and isn't that what Jesus did? Yes. Or we have the opportunity to love in the same way that Jesus loved. And if we model our truths that we speak to our children and the way we encourage them, in the way that Jesus spoke and the way he treated others, the way he would want to be treated, I don't think we can go wrong. Mm-hmm. So thank you both so much for the way you've spoken life into me and have spoken into our children and have encouraged people today. Oh, this is so fun. Yes, thank you. Even the secular culture has said we are to do unto others as we would have others do unto us, that it's the golden rule. It's been claimed this wonderful way to treat people and the most important thing to hold at the highest standard. And it came from scripture. That's why. And when God has a truth that applies to everyone, the whole world, I think we'll acknowledge it and recognize it, even if they're not recognizing it, that it's from the Lord. So we can do that as moms. We can do unto our children as we would have done unto us. And I know, I know that God is going to use you as his voice to speak life into his precious children that he has entrusted to you. Have a great day and encourage your children well today, Mama. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. And join us next week as we talk about how to create a healthy sexual culture in your home.